Today's scripture comes from the book of Acts, chapter 1, chapters, chapter 1, verses 1 through 11. <clears throat> In the first book, Theophilus, I wrote about all that Jesus did and taught from the beginning until the day that he was taken up to heaven. After giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles whom he had chosen, after his suffering, he presented himself alive to them by many convincing proofs, appearing to them during 40 days and speaking about the kingdom of God. While staying with them, he entered, in, he entered them not to leave Jerusalem. He ordered them not to leave Jerusalem, but to wait there for the promise of the Father. This, he said, is what you have heard from me. For John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit for many days from now. So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, is this the time when you will restore the kingdom to Israel? He replied, it is not for you to know the times or periods that the Father has set for his own authority, but you will receive power from the Holy Spirit when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. When he had said this, they were watching. He was lifted up and a cloud took him out of their sight while he was going and they were, give, and they were gazing up to heaven. Suddenly two men in white robes stood by them. They said, men of Galilee, why do you stand looking up toward heaven? This Jesus who has come, who has been taken up from you into heaven will come in the same way as you saw him go to heaven. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. So on May 21st, 2009, so what's that, 14-ish years ago, if I did my math right? 14 years ago, I had to go to the University of Montevallo uh, gymnasium, auditorium type place uh, for graduation practice because we graduated later that night. Uh, from high school. And I remember getting in there t in that auditorium and just being so excited because for 18 years in my life, I had waited to get out of school. Internally, I had waited and waited because I just was not a fan of the whole studying aspect. I wasn't a fan of having to wake up early in the morning and go and uh, listen to different lectures by my teachers. I definitely didn't like taking notes because my hand started hurting. I couldn't read it even when I wrote it, so, you know, it was just a mess. But that anticipation, you know, I got there, I got there, and then I finally got to that moment where I was like, okay, I've made it. Like, this, this is it. And then the next day, I was like, well, what am I supposed to do now? 
You know, because I had waited and waited and the anticipation had uh, been there within my, uh, my mind, within, you know, my, uh, my soul, really. And all of a sudden, I'm like, well, now I've got to, like, start figuring out what to do next. But that, that waiting anticipation also uh, caused a little bit of planning, right? planning on what would be next, and then realizing that that plan was so far off from what actually would happen. Um, which, that, that time in our lives, that anticipation, you know, we all have seasons in which we're waiting for something. Uh, whether it is waiting to graduate uh, high school or some form of uh, education, whether it's a promotion, whether it's waiting to uh, find our future spouse or uh, be able to just wait and get a new restaurant that's opening up within uh, a closer uh, proximity to us. We, we wait and we wait and we wait, and then that anticipation, we get there and we are like, well, th- what, what's next? Or the worst is when uh, all that anticipation, all that waiting, all of the, uh, the assumptions that we have that we think are going to happen are nowhere near what actually happens. And, and we see that today within our, our scripture reading. Um, we see where, you know, Jesus has been resurrected. Uh, and so we have this Jewish community that has been waiting and waiting and waiting for the Messiah. And then now that Jesus has come, Jesus has uh, fulfilled the prophecy that was before them. They're sitting there, right? And they ask Jesus, so are you not going to, you know, restore the kingdom of Israel now? Are, it, isn't that like, supposed to happen? They're kind of scratching their heads, you know, because again, they kind of think like, this is, this is what we're supposed to be doing right now. I've been waiting and waiting. Our, our ancestors have been waiting and waiting for this moment. So, yeah, maybe. And we see Jesus as as they ask, he replies and, and shares with those individuals who are questioning and wondering, you know, what's going to happen. And essentially, like, slow your roll. There's still waiting to be done. And so after all that anticipation, after all of that, uh, you know, just finally getting to see this Messiah that our ancestors and that we have been waiting on, waiting for the the kingdom of Israel to be restored, now we got to wait some more? Really? And then... uh, as, as it continues on, uh, Jesus is also, on top of having to wait even longer uh, to, to see the kingdom of Israel be restored, Jesus is ascended into heaven and is no longer walking alongside with them. Now, 
I'm, I'm going to assume, right, we all obviously know that uh, this, this, these individuals, they're asking, they, they anticipated the kingdom to be restored, right, through the Messiah. And I'm betting that they also assumed that Jesus would continue to be in ministry and to be there with them. And so now, all of a sudden, that's not the case. And the anticipation of what they thought was going to happen was not exactly what would come. And so now we're still in this waiting, in this waiting. But in the midst of our waiting, uh, we, we see Jesus let us know, right, and let those people know that they were not alone, that they would be surrounded by the Holy Spirit and that the Holy Spirit would come and be with them as they go and they witness to their faith to all the ends of the earth. Now, while waiting and anticipation and getting to that point, right? While that's so hard for us, especially when it, it doesn't match what we think is going to happen, those seasons of waiting actually help us. They help us because they give us opportunity to reflect. But not only to reflect, but to grow in ways that when the time comes, when the time comes, we are more effective in sharing. More, hopefully, we'll have heard of who God is in the world, heard of what Jesus has, has done for all of his children. Right? We, we, in that, that moment and those times of waiting, we get to share about the good news that has happened, but the good news that is coming. We get to grow, to learn. It's very similar, right, to uh, all of that time in high school where I was anticipating that, that, that moment of graduation, but in that anticipation, in that waiting, I was able to learn a little bit. I was able to learn, uh, in some ways, just how to be a human being through educators, through my parents, through family, through my church community. In that time of waiting, I was able to grow and to grow more into to who God had created me to be, just like every one of us has, right? You know, in that time of waiting, in any time of waiting, we have an opportunity to grow, to grow and to learn so that we may better serve and be God's presence in the world. Now, that's really hard. 
that's really hard because uh, we don't like to wait. We are an impatient um, society. Uh, I know for myself, like, I want to know now. It's, it's like when you have a question, I didn't bring my phone out, but you can just type in the question into your phone, and then all of a sudden, I've got an answer. I don't have to wait. I don't have to go find a, a professional uh, person in whatever field the question may have been in. And so that, that, uh, that anticipation, that uh, being patient is difficult. But as we are patient and as we grow, it almost becomes uh, more impactful for us because we also have learned how to uh, appreciate more of what is coming and what it took to get to where we are going. And so, uh, as we continue to wait in the different seasons in our life, as we continue to take those moments of waiting uh, to grow, as we continue to anticipate My hope and my prayer is that we continue to use that growth, to use that patience, to share God to all that we encounter in ways that we didn't think was possible, in ways that we never imagined we could. That way, when the great and exciting news that we continue to anticipate uh, in, in Christ coming back into the world, more people will know of that love, of that grace, of that presence, of what is coming. And so as, as we acknowledge and know that, that God and Christ, that Christ is no longer walking alongside of us and acknowledge that the Holy Spirit is surrounding us, may we go out, may we go out and do as Christ has called for us to witness, to witness in Jerusalem, in all of Judea, in Samaria, and to all of the ends of the earth. Let us pray. Almighty and gracious God, Lord, uh, we just thank you for every season of anticipation, every season of waiting that you put before us. And in the midst of the anticipation, in the midst of the waiting, we ask that you help us so that we may grow, so that we may grow in our faith, in our understanding, and that we may be able to go into better witness to all the ends of the earth, just as you have called for us to do in this time of anticipation and in this time of waiting. So, Lord, we, we love you and we thank you. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen.